astrology, feng shui, tarot, crystals. We've all heard about these practices, but what does it all mean? Each week, Mom and me will dive into these topics to present them in an easy, digestible 20 minutes. From full moons to celebrity charts to even red doors, Mom and me will share personal, shocking, and wow factor stories. Welcome back to another episode of the Mom and Me Astrology Podcast. My name is Kate Wind, and joining me is my mom, Mary Swick. Good morning, Kate. Good morning. Welcome to Sagittarius season. I can't believe someone just said happy Thanksgiving to me this morning. I thought like, oh yeah, oh yeah, it's here, isn't it? (laughs) Yeah. Gosh. Technically Sagittarius season starts tomorrow, but we are in just those final hours. So we are continuing on our series of healing modalities in the Zodiac. And we are so excited for our guest today. Uh, We'll be talking with her shortly, but we are going to be talking all things Sagittarius. Yeah, but look at, I think we need, please, let's talk just for a minute about the lunar eclipse, November 8th. Obviously it's in the rear view mirror now. Correct. And uh, we had said at the time about eclipsing, eclipses, eclipse, a storyline, right? Things don't go the way you think they're going to go. They go in an odd direction. And I think, I think this election delivered that. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. And sometimes it's a small storyline where you don't even, you really have to look back on it and be like, what happened that day? (laughs) Because sometimes it's, it's not that it has to completely shift everything. But I think what we're saying about the eclipse is like a lot of the results didn't happen the way that people said they were going to happen. Like it eclipsed what we thought the results were going to be. Um, just a side point. I'm excited to talk to our guest because when I was looking at her chart, mm-hmm. the uh, eclipse happened right on her fourth house of home yeah. and foundation. So I'm curious um, oh, yeah. and hopefully I'll give her some time to think about that before we put her on the spot when we bring her on. Um, but I was curious if she had any aha moments around the home or made any sort of final decisions around, okay, how we're going to use this room or oh, I want to change my website, anywhere that she considers a home base. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, I had something come through right on the day myself. I had shared that it's on my sun moon midpoint. And that day, a big contract came through, you know, right. that will kind of change the trajectory of where I'm going. And I just thought, oh my gosh, you know, I was kind of worried all year. What is going to happen on November 8th? Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was so simple. Yeah. And a simple way of saying it is, uh, particularly in um, Ashley's case, who we're going to be talking to, um, it, it, it interrupts tradition, routine, something new, something you, you may think, oh, I'm happy, I'm content, this is going well. Then all of a sudden that happens and oh, all of a sudden, okay, we're going to add something else into the mix or we're going to make a change. So it interrupts the repetition of something. But anyhow, yeah. it happened. I basically, uh, kudos to this lunar eclipse. It did eclipse the media, yeah. their statements, and also the polls. So it did its job. Yeah. And if this is one of the first episodes that you're listening to, if you were brought uh, to the podcast from our guests today, we're looking for 16 degrees of Taurus in the chart. You can go back. We have an entire episode about it. Right. You know, it's not too late to listen to that episode because sometimes hindsight is 2020. It's so much easier to see it. And then you don't have the worry factor about like, what is, what's going to happen? Exactly. Exactly. 
Uh, we also wanted to talk about Jupiter. It is heading direct this week as of Wednesday, the 23rd. So right here before Thanksgiving, um, it's going to be heading direct at 28 degrees of Pisces. So very, very good for anyone born around March 19th, give or take a couple days. Again, yeah, another second strike for them for, you know, getting a little more Jupiter energy, which is kind of a green light to proceed with something or to benefit from something. So that's that's kind of fun to see. And then it's going to move back into Aries. It's been in Aries, retrograded back into Pisces. Now it's moving back into Aries, and that will occur December 20th. So, okay, um, it, it, it'll be a, a few weeks still here, but then it will stay there. Uh, in Aries through uh, May of 2023. So Aries have something to look forward to again. Absolutely. Absolutely. So let's get into our talk about Sagittarius. Sagittarius is the ninth sign of the Zodiac and it is considered, it's mutable. It's a mutable sign. And that's interesting because it's a fire sign. Correct. Uh, but it's the mutable means uh, they're not as solid. They can generally, one of the big things about Sagittarius that I find fascinating, and I'd like to ask every Sagittarius, they go through some sort of conversion in their lifetime. Now, we think conversion and we think, oh, religion, going through a religious conversion. Well, that could be, but it could be a philosophic conversion. It could be just a lifestyle conversion. Yeah. Again, because of that duality, that mutability that you just mentioned serves them because they can flip. Yeah. And just the wording that you used made them sound like not strong. And I don't think that that's necessarily the idea of mutable, but it can be at the drop of the hat. You can say, Hey, I'm running to, you know, I don't know why Walmart's the first thing that came to my mind, but do you want me to pick you up? I don't don't know. Do you want me to pick you up on the way? And I would think mutable signs are more likely to say, heck like, yeah, let's go. Whereas Mm -hmm. someone who is more of a fixed sign might say, Oh, that wasn't on my schedule. So I can't do that today. Yes. Yeah. Well, you know what? It is uh, a centaur. Sagittarius, the symbol is a centaur, which is half man, half horse. And so the man represents the logical thinking part, but the horse is more innate, more organic. The horse just wants to run, right? So it's a balance of those two energies. And that's why your storyline fits well about spontaneous events sound wonderful to a horse. (laughs) Well, they need to be free. Right. Exactly. Yeah. So, and, and I mean, like if we see a horse kind of pent up, we have a tendency to feel bad or feel sorry for them yeah, that they're, absolutely. they're not at their full capacity. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So Sagittarius, they, they, another way of thinking it, they like to travel into the future. Mm-hmm. So isn't that interesting idea that they may be more geared to uh, what's the latest, what's happening, so to speak. Uh, again, it goes back to that whole symbology related to the horse wanting to run free. Well, do you think they're time travelers that they could also time, like, go back? Well, you know what? That's a great point. You know, yeah. But I think that would tie really nicely into our guest today that, you know, I think she has a very kind of retro-ness about her. And so I don't know if she's, I mean, we'll hear from her, you know, but just Let's talk about her before we. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sure she's not listening yet. (laughs) Yeah, right. But I would think, I think they're time travelers in general, that they do really well in other spaces 
besides the current time that it might really benefit them. Yeah, it, and it doesn't have to be dramatic. They can go away for schooling. You know, they can move to the other coast. You know, they can put geography. They can travel, make a, cover a lot of geography in their lifetime. Yeah. Yeah. And with also, that, they, go ahead. Oh, I just want to add another word on. I didn't complete my thought about conversions, but this idea they, they may seek out just naturally, maybe not even saying it outright, that they're seeking some place that they can be more of themselves. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm going back to, you know, San Francisco and the days of Flowers in Your Hair album, or it's a song, you know, the idea is a lot of people left for San Francisco. A lot of people all over the country wanted to go there because they wanted to be free. They wanted to express themselves sexually, or uh, they wanted to, you know, uh, be part of this movement. Uh, so uh, sometimes just moving, moving from a small isolated community into a larger metropolitan area, something that gives them freedom. Yeah. Really nice. Sagittarius is also ruled by Jupiter. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we have to put in, you know, Sagittarius might be more concerned about what is the truth yeah. about, you know, what is fair. So they might get really into ethics. Uh, yes. And they make great teachers, trainers, the people, the experts, the one that you go to that know, and they might know a lot about, or a little bit about a lot, you know, but, but I do think that if they believe in something, they have something to back it up. It's not just, oh, I heard someone say that. So I'm going to believe it. I, I don't think they take things at face value like that. No, I think if they if they're not sure, I think they preempt it with that. I'm not sure about this. This is what I've heard. So they really are aware of that that whole concept of what's the bottom line, what is really true. Yeah, yeah. Sagittarius also love to storytell. Um, yeah. In the case of our guest today, I think she, you know she loves to create a story for her clients to remember. Mm-hmm. And as we get in a little bit more to our guest, um, I we want to remind everyone of something because our guest today, she is an Aries. Okay. But she has a Sagittarius moon and we want to talk about, you know, if you are born in the evening hours, your more, your moon might be more prevalent because the moon is what was present versus the sun. So again, it's not to throw out all qualities of the sun. I'm sure, yeah. you know, you can absolutely relate to that sun, but you, your, your moon might be stronger because that is what was in the sky during your birth so it's very imperative and if you listen to this podcast you really need to find out where your moon is at and you know if you're a night birth you don't want to put more focus on it because you're going to learn a lot more about yourself okay so before we introduce our guest today i do just want to um cut to the layer lounge they are going to share their black friday special this is definitely great if you live in las vegas they are in downtown so let's hear from megan Hello, Mama Me listeners. You must be like me, a huge fan of Kate and Mary's conversations about all things astrology. My name's Megan Linney. I'm a Taurus sun and a Scorpio moon, also the founder of The Layer Lounge. We are a skincare boutique down here in the Arts District of Las Vegas, and I'm thrilled to offer all of you listeners a great promotion for the holidays. Beginning on Black Friday, which is a day after Thanksgiving, through the end of the year, New Year's Eve, While supplies last, we offer our annual promotion, which has become somewhat famous. It is when you purchase a gift certificate of $100 or more, you receive a goodie bag, a gift bag, if you call it, um, full of self-care, 
delicious products. Typically the value of that is $35 to $40. And it's an amazing gift in and of itself as the gift certificate, supporting people and encouraging them to take care of themselves and make time. Um, but also the gift bag is a great secondary gift or stocking stuffers, or if you're really smart, keep it for yourself. At any rate, you can purchase these online on our website, thelayerlounge.com, or you can find us on social media. Instagram is our favorite. TikTok also, we're on there. Or you can call us the old-fashioned way at 702-888-2037. At any case, grab them while they last. They, we sell about 50, and the promotion ends when the gift bags are gone. So take advantage of it, and we look forward to sharing some holiday joy with you. In the meantime, look up to the stars. They seem to have all the answers. Thank you. Okay, welcome back. Uh, that was you just heard from Megan and her uh, holiday special that she has going. I want to make sure that everyone listens to the end because Mom and me are going to be giving you our first preview of our annual Black Friday special. Um, if you've done it in the past, we get so many people raving about it. I think last year we sold like eighty-seven or something crazy. Mom and me were definitely. Uh, so grateful, but definitely overwhelmed. It was a huge response that we had last year as that build. So stick to the end and we will talk about what the special sounds like uh, this year. So with that said, we are so excited to uh, introduce you to our guest today. Today we have um, Ashley Marie Myers, and she is a wedding photographer who specializes in elopements. Um, if you go to her beautiful website, everything is about specializing it your way. You know, she talks about if you want Elvis, if you want moonshine, if you want your dog, if you want an old car, whatever it is, right, she will cater to it. And she wants to make sure that she captures the couple through uh, her photography. So with that said, Ashley, thank you so much for being here today. We're super excited to look at your chart and get to know you. Hi. Yeah, I'm so excited to be here. Thank you for thinking of me. Absolutely. You're welcome. So yeah. we just gave a brief introduction, but is there anything that maybe we missed or something that we didn't capture uh, when it no, comes to what you do? That's pretty much, I mean, it's, I deal with a lot of colorful people. Everyone is very vibrant. Most of my clients actually are not from the United States. So a lot of people travel really far. They come here with this like stars in their eyes. They see Vegas and they think, oh my gosh, you know, I mean, this is a, this is a destination. So um, I work with a lot of people who are just very colorful, very vibrant. And I just cater a lot to um, keeping it kind of, I want to say more on the rock and roll side, I guess, because it's, there's a lot of music or tattoos or there's Harleys out in the desert. Um, but yeah, you, you pretty much summed it up with, I try to make everyone's story, their story, and it has nothing to do with me. I'm just there to document it. Oh, I think it has a lot to do with you. Well, <laughs> but I'm just, what I mean is I, I don't try to put, um, my every every day I try to make every day different so when I work with a client I really every day I try to like okay who are these people I get into their psyche it's a lot of work actually um yeah. you know you 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 what's their what's their love language what is how am I going to connect with these people and um it's mostly psychology that before photography as the way I approach it so, you know, uh, this series of picking a different astrological sign every month and talking about their healing capacity. So could you describe what impact you have 
on these couples, I assume flying into Vegas to get married. And yes. what does that do to them? You, you working with them, giving them what they say they want, obviously, number one. Uh-huh. Yeah, I hear almost every day, wow, I mean, you calmed me down, or I just had the best time with you, you made our day extra special. And I'm, I'm not sitting here patting myself on the back as saying like, um, yeah. you know, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't want to sound boastful. But I do get a lot of um, people just like, wow, you kind of were the treat to our entire trip, because I come in and I have a very calm energy about me. And doing roughly 20 to 25 weddings a month, I can probably go into a room and I'm not that I'm not scared. I'm not, I'm just calm. I do this more often than they do, obviously. So I come with an approach where they're like, oh, that was fantastic. You know, and even the guys who say that they dislike getting their photo taken, even at the end, they're like, oh, I forgot you were here. You were just one of, you just became a friend, you know? So that is awesome. It's great. I love the fact that we're talking about Sagittarius and you talked, you're talking about how many clients come from out of I mean, not even just out of state, but out of the country to come for your work. And, you know, I remember very distinctly, I think it was like, maybe, you know, when it was, but I feel like it was like, you know, in the maybe March or April, you made a post on social media and said, okay, I'm full, already fully booked for 2022. And I just thought, oh my gosh, what a testament to your work that, you oh, know, like by you. the end of first quarter, beginning of second quarter, you were saying, okay, n- no more. <laughs> Yeah. I'm already yes. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. yeah. Cool. And I was listening earlier about the Sagittarius being um, maybe moving in time travel or also in physical. Yeah. I have traveled a lot around the world. And yes, I get to connect with these people from all around the world. And in my mind, I picture almost like a gridlock system where, you know, um, my light can rub off on other, other lights. Our souls are connected in a way and they go back home yet. We're still tethered to one another. And, um, I talk to these clients all the time. I mean, I've made friends with a lot of them. They're having children now and we kind of keep in touch. So it's really quite beautiful. Well, I think, you know, and again, what I was thinking is sounds like at least if I was one of your clients that you would validate me. You make hmm. me not kooky or weird or like, <laughs> what do you, why do you want to do it that way? Why do you want to go out in the desert? Why do you want to, you know, not put on a beautiful white pristine dress, uh-huh. a traditional yeah. veil? You know, you validate people that they say, I would love it to do it that way. You know? Yeah. Yes. Must, yeah. Yeah. There is some, a lot of psychology in that. That's for sure. Yeah. I could Absolutely. see Ashley getting excited the crazier it was. Like, oh, I've never done that before. <laughs> like, yes, let's do it. Absolutely. <laughs> like, and I, I, I just wonder if that's also, I have Aquarius rising and we're going to, we're going to touch on what I love about my chart, but um, I wonder if that kind of throws in a curveball where I'm like, Ooh, the, the corkier, the better, you know? Um, oh, absolutely. Yeah, so, you know, yeah. can we, can, Kate, can I start talking about her chart? Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> Well, you know, uh, we've said that you have a strong moon and that, that moon is in Sagittarius, but and here's the, it, this might be too much of a mouthful for some, but just go with me. The Uranus is your chart ruler, Uranus, because you have Aquarius rising. So Uranus is the chart ruler. It sits on the moon. That means mm-hmm. it, you, you couldn't do it. I'm sorry. You couldn't do a traditional wedding. I'm saying, you know what I mean? You are really <laughs> geared to the odd, the unusual, the one, the once in a lifetime type of event that it's going to be. It does put you on that. When you said rock and roll, I thought, oh, well, there we go. That's getting on the outskirts 
of pertaining <laughs> to wedding. You know, yes. you're out of the box. Your, your, your chart says that you need to be associated with something that is not traditional, untraditional, oh. unconventional. And I might even go sometimes to anti-social. Well, okay. think about uh -huh. your elopements. I'm assuming these people are traveling light. They're not bringing all their family members, are they? Yeah, most of them, I'd say about 75 to 85% of them are just the two of them. And I have been the witness to most of the to most of weddings that I've shot. Yeah. So Very antisocial. Antisocial. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Leave everyone at home where this is what we're going to go do. And again, in a, in a kind of acute way, they're doing it. So I, I just, that's your signature. Mm -hmm. Okay. I love yeah. to travel um, solo as well. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Antisocial doesn't have to be a bad thing. I think it no. does have like a negative connotation to it. Like, oh, antisocial. Yeah. But it's just like, it's not doing things in the traditional realm of that people would usually be together. Yeah, that would make sense. I didn't do well in the corporate world. Yeah. Oh, they couldn't tie you down to a cubicle. I'm sure. No. <laughs> they had to get a chain out. <laughs> it was a love-hate relationship with my boss. He loved that about me, but was just, I, I just, um, that's when I ventured into photography full-time. So I've been doing this a little over eight years now. And I was um, working at a corporate job doing photos as anytime I could, I would use my lunch hour. I would, um, after work, I'd meet people at the beach. You know, this was in California before moving back to Las Vegas. And mm -hmm. so here we are eight years, a little over eight years later. And I'm so happy for the transition. Congratulations. Well, that Uranus on your moon gives you a little bit of a technical quality. I oftentimes say, I think of a soundboard where you might be have sliders and knobs and buttons. You have an inclination to understanding the mechanical aspects of things. And I understand our world is seemingly getting less mechanical and more digital. But again, it does suggest that you have some real abilities to um, uh, grasp, understand, apply, protocol, with. things of that. That's funny. I actually um, never took a photography class. I never looked online on YouTube to how to work a camera. I just picked it up and <laughs> that was it. And okay. even with film, so film and digital, if anyone is listening who isn't aware, film is more of the analog where you have to, you know, the old school, you put the film into the camera and, you know, I don't mm -hmm. even look at the, the, the indication on what my settings should be. I just kind of roll with it. And I think, oh my well, God. it's going <laughs> to, there we go. It's, it's a little bit of genius. I mean, you do have a streak of genius in you and maybe what you just said would be a great demonstration of that, that, you know, that you're not studying over memorizing the manual, yeah. <laughs> so to speak, and you're just intuitively working it. Yeah, Uranus yeah. is like Albert Einstein, where like his hair is kind of high, and he just like he's connected somehow, <laughs> like the energy right. flowing through his hair into his body. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's right. I, and also, um, you said about travel, and I've traveled all over, and I lived in Japan when I was 15, and that's when it kind of um, stemmed my oh, I just, I have to see the entire world. You know, I had to get connected and I was listening to earlier. So I had to, I wanted to connect with that. Yeah. Yeah. That Uranus moon does give you that ability to travel a lot, travel a lot, but, or live a lot of places or attract unusual home conditions where you're saying, oh, I'm living in a shared space. I'm living in an Airbnb. I'm living in a converted space, or, you know, I live with a bunch of people couple different ways to live it out but it's a lifelong theme of yours where you might be more comfortable living where 
in temporary spaces or living in places that other people would say, oh my gosh, weren't you scared? Or I don't know if I could ever do that myself. Mm. Mm. And I thought you were also going to add there all that travel. She's the ambassador, even though she's, and that's something else about Sagittarius in general, you know, they travel like they want to see the world, but in doing so, they become the ambassador. They become representative of the face of their country, the face of America, so to speak. So uh, and I assume you made a great impression along the way, Ashley, as you were doing your world travels, but uh, that's a Sagittarius quality. Yeah. Oh, that's wonderful. Yeah. If we switch gears a little bit, why don't we talk about Lilith conjuncting her Venus in the chart, especially because she's a wedding photographer. So it's like, we have to look at Venus mm-hmm. um, and then we have Lilith sitting right there. So it does suggest a tr- seeking unconventional relationships or disruption to traditions when it comes to love or marriage. And so, you know, Ashley, I don't know if you do these things yourself, but it's just interesting that you've picked a field that you've been highly successful in where you capture maybe unconventional relationships or relationships that disrupt the tradition when it comes to a traditional uh, uh, wedding, of course. But I would also be curious if you think the age range of your clients are maybe older or if there's something different, right, than the typical Uh wedding age. Yeah. Oh, that's going to make me think. I don't, besides just the fact that they are foregoing all of that traditional um, wedding and coming all the way out here. And some of them have never even been to Vegas. And I look at them and I think, what if you came here and didn't like the city, you know, Um, they're, they're all, they all seem to have very much something in common and it's all free spirited. Well, if it didn't work out, then we'll just have a memory, you know? And it's kind of like, wow. I mean, people spend a full year fixating on what their venue is going to look like. And these people are like, well, I guess we'll just go to in and out, you know, and I'm not, I'm not uh, downgrading that decision. I'm just saying it's just a different aspect of, of viewing a wedding. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And you facilitate it and you're accepting of it. So that plays in nicely to that Lilith Venus. But she's circumventing the wedding industry as it, as it is traditionally seen little white chapel still getting the dress you know all this stuff and and she's not actively but she is supporting an alt environment to get married right uh so that's very interesting well i want to talk a little bit more about this lilith venus because again personal here's a warning so to speak many times this energy is associated with with what i'm going to call kind of a sexually charged energy and you can jump to all sorts of wild conclusions with that one, but it oftentimes one of the best ways to deal with it is to pump all that energy into some sort of creative endeavor. And I just have to give you a plug here. Go to her website. Um, it's Ashley Marie, right? Is it Ashley Marie? Uh-huh. Um, AshleyMarieMyers.com. Okay, this is Mar- yeah. Ashley Marie Myers, and that's M Y E R S. Because yes. it's, a, it's a gorgeous website, so many images, so much creativity in each one of those frames. And so I thought that was so fascinating to see. You have clearly pumped your energy into a highly creative endeavor. And so you channel, um, you know, again, something that we might just typically say, oh, that's highly sexual charged energy. Well, it translates into different areas, passion for your work as well, passion for helping other people make a statement of some sort or helping them find their love or express their love. 
Yeah. Very nice. Very nice. But again, no, I'm not saying you're interested in this, but your chart does strongly suggest if you're ever interested in more erotica, so to speak, uh, that is very strong. Another stream of income, uh, you know, down the road, <laughs> Ashley, uh, that's something to consider. Oh, that's, that's a funny one. Hi. <laughs> okay. Moving on. <laughs> Uh, you have a third quarter moon in when you were born. Now, we're not going to go into depth about that, but when people have a third quarter moon, this represents they brace alternative life choices. And others, and I don't know, I don't know what your friends were thinking. I don't know what your parents might have been thinking when you said this is what you were going to do, because this is an energy that oftentimes others just don't understand. They don't understand how you're going to do that, how you're capable of doing it, and who's going to want this service? But mm. you do it anyhow. Yeah, I had some confused looks. Yep. Why leave a corporate job and go back to a place that I kind of don't like, which is Las Vegas, which and leave San Diego, go to Las Vegas. My dad was confused, but um, I think I've shown him that it's worked out. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, yeah, I hope so. <laughs> yeah, I think he understands like, okay, she's she was on to something. Absolutely. But that's kind of like in my, my life, I've always had, well, this is it. Like the decision was made. I, it's like something inside where I just know that it's going to be the correct decision for myself. I never was very wishy-washy with decisions, mm -hmm. if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. Well, you have a quality about that chart because of that moon placement, again, about reevaluating, continually reevaluating the old way and discarding. You're a discarder, you know, should be a poker player, discarding, discarding, discarding <laughs> type of thing, you know, looking for that right new combination. So anyhow, that's just, again, it's pretty interesting to see these qualities. And when we look, look a little closer, remember I said, you got a moon and Sag, but Uranus conjuncts it. When we look a little bit deeper about that Uranus energy, there comes the degree that specifically is associated with time traveling. There's two degrees in the Zodiac that have that association. We've talked about one, 22 Capricorn, and here we have the other one at 18 uh, Sagittarius. And you have that. So all you've said as well, the time traveler, you've already told us stories that relate to how you do that. But it represents somebody who loves to walk people through a major transition or a turnaround of some port in their status. Yeah, that, yeah that's interesting. I've um, helped, you know, people pass where it doesn't uh, like holding their hand and being there literally on their last breath and it doesn't bother me. Or I've also mm -hmm. seen past lives of people. I've had visions, uh, very, very strong visions, I guess you would say, not, not necessarily as dreams of people in my life of past lives that they've had. Wow. wow. Yeah. It's so interesting because when we were talking about the time traveler, when you had mentioned someone traveling into the future before we brought Ashley on, this mm -hmm. was the degree that I was thinking about. Mm -hmm. And then it just so interesting that here it was, I didn't finish reading through the notes, I guess, yeah, yeah. but it is about people that take interest in historical periods, past life. So these can be people that say, oh, I want a mid-century modern home. I have mid-century modern decor. Um, they could even have a very different distinct style where it looks like their clothing even comes from a different era or a different period. Yeah, I have that too. Yeah. yeah. And here's, here's a small thing, but I think it's an interest because you do, uh, I assume most of your weddings are outdoors, are they? Yeah. Most of, I love natural light. Yeah. Okay. Most of them are outdoors. Yeah. 
Well, you have some sensitivity about the sun. Now, maybe that's just sun awareness raised in the desert. We generally do, or we need to protect our skin. I was curious when your clientele comes in from around the world, if you're going, oh, do you have sunblock on? <laughs> are you <laughs> are you focused on the idea that we're in a desert now? Because this is a sensitivity about beautiful skin. Now, maybe it's, maybe it's just the lighting, the photography, wanting to make everyone look good. That could be certainly coming from that way. But I thought you might be a real proponent of get your, you know, SPF on <laughs> or wearing <laughs> well, some sort of protection. It's, it's on my website actually, um, to make sure when you come here, cause I've seen a lot of burnt shoulders and when they have those open back dresses and they have like, you know, a tan line from their bathing suit because they were in the sun all day yesterday or what have you. It is on my website. Yeah. I do make a focus on that. Yeah. 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 And tell, would you mind talk about your own skin? Are you? Yeah, I had issues with my skin um, growing up with eczema, really bad eczema all over my face, all through high school. We didn't, um, we didn't really know what the issue was until I had some, I think I had blood work or something and they realized I was allergic to eggs and then it just took a while for it to leave my body. I've had um, skin issues my entire life. Oh my gosh. Okay. It's an emphasis well, yeah. on the your, skin. The chart is a very, I want to protect my skin, whatever I need to do to protect my skin. And I went to the obvious, but okay, let's not eat some eggs, huh? <laughs> yeah. Now it seems to be okay. It was more so in the puberty stage, you know, and okay. Yeah. And I still, I have some eczema still, but the flare ups, I know how to deal with them now. And it's funny you say about the skin because I love buying skin products. Oh, yeah. I mean, my husband's yeah. probably like, really, you need another oil? Yeah, and it's just, <laughs> yeah. yeah. So Ashley, what's the, what's your favorite part about your chart? Do you have something that stands um, out? Well, um, I've had my chart done with you, obviously. And I know that I have an out of bounds moon, which I think is really cool. Oh, it really, yeah. yeah. And then I also think the trifecta of the sun, the rising and the moon, Really, I feel very balanced with the airy sun that I have, the Sagittarius moon and the Aquarius rising. And I just love that I have a part Aquarius because I think that just <laughs> makes things a lot of lot fun, you know. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I that's I really think that the trifecta is what I love the most. Yeah. And now you can add in that you're a healer as well. Right. That's again been the theme of this series is that as healers, we think of the traditional lines of medical and, and massage therapists. We think of those people as the healers, but every sign is bringing something. You're allowing people personal freedom to express themselves, to travel great distance. Um, you have another thing in your chart here about you mother, you mother people. So maybe this idea they feel safe flying that distance, putting their wedding in your hands. Um, uh, so it is healing. It is healing. Well, she has that Chiron conjunct series. So definitely a mothering, but alternative mothering, like mm -hmm. being an alternative mother. So, you know, that yeah. can have, be anything from becoming a mother later in life. That could be, oh, I have people that I've like kind of adopted as, mm -hmm. as children, even though they're not biological children or providing that mothering sense, mothering sense to other people. But I would think that you approach motherhood a little bit differently than other people see it. Yeah, that's interesting. I have two older sisters and they always called me their older sister. Um, and oh. I I would I just went on a girls' trip and they were calling me mom because I was just yeah. like you said, do you have the sunscreen? Or maybe you don't need 
to drink another shot of tequila or <laughs> I just, I'm not bossy. I just want people to, um, I want them to know that I'm there for them, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. Actually, that sounds bossy. <laughs> no, no, no. I see. And, and, and I, Kate's heard me say this many times, but it's involved series, which is one of our major asteroids uh, comparable to the size of Pluto. So we get an idea that's significant, but uh, it represents facilitating. I facilitate things for you. If I sense what you need and I also sense what you don't need anymore. And mm. so that's where it's not the gushy, you know, overly emotional mother. It is the facilitator mother, which, mm. you know, I like comes that. in handy to have a friend like that. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. So actually, it, is there anything that you are doing that you want um, the listeners? Is there any way that they can support you, follow you on social media? Um, are there any new things that you're launching that you want to share? How can we like kind of pitch your services? As yeah. We kind of um, my favorite, my new thing that I'm doing on the side is called rock and veil. So it's rock and roll songs. Uh, I'm sorry. It's veils that are inspired by rock and roll songs. So here I am, like you said, living in the past or future. Yeah. I'm a total rock and roll girl and I love, you know, all of the old songs. And so I'm um, designing veils to represent the songs. And I, for my own wedding, I couldn't find anything really cool that I was looking for. And it just dawned on me like, well, if no one's doing this, why don't I do it? So rock and veil, um, my handle is called my rock and veil and it's R O C K N like rockin and then V E I L. So yeah, it's a lot of fun. It's very colorful and it's endless. I mean, I can be, it's just so much fun. I will put the links um, in the bio of the uh, podcast just so you have all the correct spelling, but I've seen the veils and they are, I mean, absolutely gorgeous. So detail oriented. I mean, they're very beautiful. And I think, you know, when we met up last, you said they sold out with it, you know, you launch it and it sold out within, was it minutes? Yeah. So just recently I had a, um, a, a secret email for people who really wanted this certain veil and, um, I do small runs. So these are like 15, 15 max, you know, they're very small because I don't want a thousand people having the same veil. And that's not the point of why I started this. So um, that one in particular with the secret email blast all sold within like three minutes. That is, I mean, that is so incredible and something to be very proud of. (laughs) Thank you. And it's fun. And it's kind of like, oh crap, I did this as a hobby that I really wanted to just do on the side. And now I wish I had more time to really focus on it. So I want to shift my focus on the just photography to kind of shift like, you know, a little bit more on the veils to kind of see if I can get a balance, more of a balance with that. Absolutely. Absolutely. We'll definitely check out her social media on that because they are beautiful. Thank you. You maybe want to branch out because I know there's many, there's not many occasions that we think it's appropriate to wear a veil, but you know, um, Kate made some crowns a couple of years ago, and we were amazed at the number of women that loved wearing a crown. And I suspect there's women that would love to go out with a veil as well. Yeah. Yeah. I know Kate's crown. Yeah. I love that. It's yeah, beautiful. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Well, you're fascinating, Ashley. I've really enjoyed you. I hope you, you're the epitome of a Sagittarius traveling, oh, hosting people, being the ambassador to the city. Yeah. Right. Um, oh yeah that's interesting right yeah you're doing it you've done it both ways yeah yeah if anyone like i 
Ashley did some of my headshots and it's one of the main photos that I use. Um, the photos from downtown Las Vegas, that, that was her work. That was her. And okay, it great. was, yeah. Well, and I thought it was a cool thing because I was born and raised here in Vegas and she does. She, she really, I think cap, I mean, she captures the client of course, but yeah. she also captures some really cool spots that we have in Vegas. Um, it's not mm -hmm. just, uh, you know, like de the desert beds, right. She gets some cool, like, of signs and, and, uh, what am I trying to say? <laughs> like local spots yeah. in her imagery. You know where you are in the photo. Exactly. Yes. yes. That's a great yeah. one. That's a great one. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Fabulous. So well, thank you so much, Ashley, for being with you. us today. Like I said, I will link um, all of her socials in the podcast so you can check her out, go follow her. Um, even if you're not planning on getting married, I, it's, I always love scrolling through my feed and seeing her beautiful, um, her beautiful work uh, with her brides and grooms. Yeah, I'm going oh, to thank you. Veils. I I didn't notice that. <laughs> all the wedding, you know, pictures. Yeah. Watch out, Kate. At Thanksgiving, your mom's going to be wearing a veil. I, <laughs> I, I think it's going to be the required uh, attire for the day. <laughs> You're going to, it's a cathedral veil. Watch out, everybody. Don't trip Oh, my up. God. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that is funny. Headdresses. Yes, they're coming back in style. <laughs> Yeah, right. <laughs> Fabulous. Oh my gosh. Thank you so much for all of your time. Absolutely. Thank you. Yeah. So before you guys go, like I promised, uh, Black Friday is coming up. I think this is mom and me's third annual Black Friday, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, so if you are not familiar with the format, uh, you purchase your reading via the links um, on our website. You will type in your birth information and then mom and me will record without you present 30 minutes about your chart. Mom and me banter back and forth about your chart, similar to how we've done it in uh, today's podcast format. And then we send it to you. So we talk about your natal chart. And then of course, we'll talk about what is to come in 2023. Um, so this year, that is one one hundred and eleven dollars. So one eleven uh, for the thirty minute recording with mom and me. That is highly highly discounted. Usually we start at seventy five each for uh, the thirty minutes, or we are offering the upgraded package for one twenty nine, which will also come with a PDF and it will talk about the major themes for 2023 in regards to where Pluto is moving, where Saturn is moving and what your birthday theme is. So if you've been listening to the podcast for a while, you know, and Jupiter too, and Jupiter, yes. And Jupiter. Um, if you've been listening to the podcast for a while, you know, Pluto and, um, yeah, Pluto is moving into Aquarius next year. Saturn will make, move into Pisces. So we have some big planets moving. So you will get the PDF to talk about how that will be affecting, uh, your individual sign. So the cart will open at midnight on Thanksgiving, technically the early, early morning of the 25th. The cart will remain open for the 25th, 26th, and 27th. And mom and me have a guaranteed delivery before Christmas. Um, I do think last year we definitely got them done within those first couple of weeks, but yeah. just depending on how big it gets, uh, we do have a, a guaranteed delivery uh, yeah. before Christmas. So this is your first sneak peek at it. Again, we hope to see some returning guests as well as some new guests. And with that said. And these make great gifts so you can purchase them and have them gifted out to other people. Absolutely. So with that said, mom and me look forward to talking to you guys next week. Take care. Thank you for joining us on another episode of the mom and me astrology podcast. 
To keep in touch, follow us on social media at the underscore Kate Wind. And to see a list of our services and our store, you can visit our websites at thekatewind.com or maryswick.com. We'll talk to you next week.